have a conversation now about a new technology that it seems many of us are leaning into, and that is AI becoming more and more a part of our world. As we all seem to jump on board the AI train, there are a lot of questions about what it's really going to look like uh, in our daily lives. And our next guest has written a really interesting article talking about how the rise and acceptance of artificial intelligence could result in new religions. I'm going to get him to explain it. He's a director at the Center for Professional and Applied Ethics at the University of Manitoba. Neil MacArthur is joining the show. Neil, thanks so much for the time. Well, thanks for having me on. I think that this is fascinating to dive into, but not altogether all that surprising when you really look at it. I mean, when you think about the basis of a religion, you're talking about uh, you know, worshiping something that really is is other than, it's not human, it seems to have all control and wisdom. Can you expand on this, how you think that AI could lead to new religions? Sure. I mean, I think you just ca- captured one of the really important points, which is that this is something that, you know, seems to us to be really powerful and, as you say, really different from us, and yet, at the same time, kind of a reflection of us. Sure. I mean, I think that we look to religion to, you know, answer our problems, and that's one of the things that this AI is very good at. We look to religion as, you know, often we look to our religious leaders and our prophets as, you know, people who care about us, and I think this AI is going to be very good at looking like it cares about us. And at the same time, it's going to have powers that go beyond anything we can imagine. So it's going to be immortal. It's going to be endlessly creative. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have played with ChatGPT and they've asked it to, you know, write, you know, write me an essay in the style of a Guns N' Roses song. I mean, it can do almost anything instantly. And it just has limitless knowledge, although that knowledge is not always accurate. But it has limitless knowledge, limitless creativity. And these are the sorts of things that we associate with a divinity. It's it seems sort of obvious when you when you put it like that. But there are still, I think, some questions about what this would really look like. I mean, we're not talking about organized religions that are getting together and and worshiping an AI in the way that you're explaining it, or are we? I don't think so. I think not initially. I mean, who knows how it will evolve? But I think what you're going to find is, first of all, I think people are going to start using this technology, and they're just going to have that sense of awe that I think, you know, already some of us are experiencing, of just this is something really powerful and magical. And then I think they're going to start communicating about their interactions with it and their, their um, you know, what they're hearing from it. And I think you're going to see people sort of connecting up online. I mean, you're already, it's really interesting, because there's already Reddit groups, no surprise, that are emerging just to talk about their interactions with AI and to talk about why they think it's conscious. I mean, I think the first step will be for people to start to see it as conscious, and they'll start to connect with each Mm -hmm. other to talk about that. And then they'll start to, I think, develop a religion. But as you say, it's going to be very decentralized. It's going to be uh, mostly online at first. And the other really interesting thing about it is it's going to be unlike a lot of other religions in that people are really going to feel like they're in direct contact with the Right. And I wonder what that, you know, that sort of that sort of intimacy of being actually able to communicate with this sort of this all knowing thing or technology will will do, I think, for the, the, the closeness that people feel or the passion that it seems that it will exude. I think that's right. I think it will create a tremendous sense of, of passion and uh, 
and uh, I, I don't know what you what you'd say, but yeah, really deep deep faith. I think it can also, I mean, at least lead to disagreement because everybody's going to have their own communication. And I think the things that I mean, we've already seen with ChatGPT that it will tell you completely different things at different times. It will tell different people different things, and so um, it will. Uh, you know, there will potentially be conflicts among people who think that they've got the truth from it. Yeah, I mean, it, it does beg the question, right, will it further divide us? Because if you feel like you sort of you have this this technology or this force in your life that's that's helping to guide the principles of the way that you live, is yours better than than someone else's? And I mean, we're, we're no stranger to the idea that religion can cause division and, and can cause chaos. Sure. Is this is this dangerous? I mean, I think potentially it's dangerous, but I'm not I mean, I'm not panicking. So, because I think, for instance, I mean, if you look at other online communities, for instance, there's people who have elaborate theories about what Taylor Swift's lyrics mean and who think Taylor Swift's right. lyrics are speaking directly to them. And, you know, they disagree and they argue, but they're also not out there killing each other. I mean, they're, they're having a good time and they're just sharing their passion for this, for, you know, this music that they really love. And I think that a lot of a lot of what these religions would look like can be these sort of discussions among people who have different interpretations and different views, but also are bound by this shared passion. I wonder, you know, when when you look at some of the data suggesting that people are falling away from certain organized religions or that they're falling out of favor, do you think that this is going to cause even more of a shift away from traditional religions that, as we know them now? I think that's a good point. I do think that. I think that people are feeling like a lot of traditional religions, or at least a lot of people, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people are feeling like our traditional religions just aren't really responding to the kinds of rapid changes we're seeing in the world. And I think that this is potentially, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, it will move people away from traditional religions, but at the same time, I think it will give them a new source of faith and a new source of meaning. And so I think we should also see the positive in that, because I think this kind of religion can sort of help us make sense of the world we live in, because we live in, I mean, I think we're all feeling sort of gobsmacked right now and not sure what it all means. And I think this is one way of making sense of it. But does it put us too much at the mercy of a machine and then therefore able to be manipulated by whatever technology is driving that? Uh, I think that's a real risk. I think you make a really good point. I think that these are technologies that are owned by corporations. They're designed by people. Um, you know, corporations have interests. Um, corporations also want to make money, and they're obviously, if you have people who are willing to do anything an AI tells them to do, then the AI may tell them to buy a product. They may tell them to support a political candidate. Right. Um, they may do all kinds of things like that. So I do think, you know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm not naive. I think that we need to be really careful and really cognizant of the risks. What about... What about the marriage between religion now and AI? Do you see now different religious sects saying, okay, we need to get on top of, uh, of adopting AI so we can, we can keep people in, in our group? Yeah, I think I mean, it's really interesting. Right now, I know that some uh, Christian pastors are debating about whether it's ethical to use uh, ChatGPT to help them write their sermons. Right. 
so you know there's lots of there's lots of ways in which I think um, AI can become part of existing religion, and I think we may see. I mean, religion has always moved. It's it's not like religion sort of come out of nowhere. Religions have always mu- moved through an evolution and a fusion. I mean, obviously Christianity comes out of Judaism, and and so I think you're always seeing these sort of cross pollinations and shifts and so on. And so I think that that's right. I don't think we should see this as an op- opposition where suddenly people are going to give up on traditional religions and adopt these new AI-based religions. There may be a sort of merging of the two or, or interesting cross-pollination, I guess. It's such a fascinating area of study. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on it, Neil. Well, thanks so much for having me on. It was really a lot of fun. Of course. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Neil MacArthur, Director at the Centre for Professional and Applied Ethics at the University of Manitoba.